Stay tuned for the end of the podcast for a very special message for a very special person. All right, everybody. You know, we've been talking about Away With Me Travel for a long time. And did you know that, you know, that other guy that I talk with on a uh, daily basis, on a weekly basis, you know that other guy, Justin, that's in your ear all the time? You know he's the travel agent, right? With Away With Me Travel? I mean, you know he needs to be your go-to guy when it comes to making a trip, right? All right, well, listen. The guy's commercial is getting ready to come up. And you know we're commercial-free because of our patrons. But this guy right here... This guy's going to take care of you. You know why? Because Mike told me, and Mike knows everything. Trust me. Here they are, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast. Summer is just around the corner, and there's no better time to head to Walt Disney World to enjoy all the magic. And Away With Me Travel is here with a brand new opportunity to make sure you experience all the magic Disney Parks has to offer. So right now, when you book your summer vacation with Away With Me Travel in any deluxe resort for a three-day package or longer, we will automatically upgrade your Hopper Pass to a premium Hopper Plus Pass. The Hopper Plus Pass brings so many new adventures to your Disney vacation. From the amazing Disney water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, to ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, the Nine Hole Walking Course, and also the amazing miniature golf courses on site. There's so much magic for your family to experience this summer through Away With Me Travel and at the Disney parks. So be sure to get a hold of Justin or Jamie at show at awaywithmetravel.com. We hope to hear from you soon. This episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, and more importantly, fun for the whole family. Uh, And tonight, I have my two brothers. Uh, We just had an amazing night doing a little Zoom conference with some of our Disney Dad Patreon people. It's been a great night, kicking off a night of fun-filled Disney. Uh, Guys, I want to hear how your week's been going, because I feel like I haven't seen you guys in forever. Well, I will be honest with you and tell you that... um it's going well, <laughs> ish. It's You're a man this of is many my words, long. This my is my long week, man, and it's just been something else. I tell you what, people are spending that stimulus money, and uh, let me tell you, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proof of that. So it's been going good. Springs in the air. I think I'm supposed to see sixty by the end of the week, maybe, possibly one day. I don't know. I'm tired of waking up with snow on my car, and. Um, yeah, guys, I'm uh, I'm fresh off this Zoom meeting, and I'm just gonna um, bounce back to what you said. Uh, how I, I'm telling you, when I say how fun is that, it's I'm, I'm being rhetorical. I'm being rhetorical here because it is absolutely a lot of fun. It's great to see the people. You know, what I found surprising, guys. Before I hand this over to you, Justin, 
is we were very direct and we asked we asked our Patreon people that were on the show on the Zoom with mm-hmm. us, right? Because we did a uh, we had some yeah. fun with it, right? You you put up a scavenger hunt. Rye was awesome with it, um, but you, we asked them direct. Are, do you guys? Because look, we're not going to do anything that somebody doesn't want to do, right? Because right? it's just wasting everybody's time. Uh, do you guys enjoy this? Because I enjoy seeing everybody. I enjoy sitting down and talking with our people. Do you guys enjoy this? And uh, this sounds like. Like almost universal, everybody on the call was like, yes, this is awesome. I love meeting everybody and seeing people. Um, So, yeah, guys, I mean, and that just amps me up. And then I get to record tonight and talk more Disney. Guys, I'm I'm stoked. So, uh, Mike, answer your question is, I'm glad to be here, my friend. Um, Yeah, so tonight was a lot of fun. We did the scavenger hunt like Jay said, and watching families run around their houses and finding things that uh, you would only find in Mike's backpack on a Disney trip was a blast, man. And uh, some of them were easy, some of them a little tougher. They got most of them, though, and, and they were pretty organized rolling into this. I was pretty surprised how quickly they had that stuff. I mean, I knew where I had all the stuff, you know, around the house here and there. But, man, these people, it was like they knew what was coming. They just said, hey. They were prepared. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you see that when I said, when I yelled over and I said, uh, Grandma, not now. It's not your turn yet. It's not your number yet. Two people laughed. They got my they got oh. my joke because I always say that Grandma's always in Mike's oh, yeah, backpack. Yeah. Two people got it, man. I was I was like, at least somebody got my my corniness. I, here. I, I love it, man. Yeah, dude. We um they 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 did really really well. The cool part yeah, about that whole experience for me and you know Jay, you and I were talking about it right after we got off. Um, is the fact that we can have. 20 21 22 families on and you know we did about 45 minutes tonight of hanging out and playing a game but Mm -hmm. my favorite was the last thing we talked about and that was we asked you know the 10th thing you had to find was your favorite um like disney kind of collectible what me what makes it uh disney in your house that means the most to you and then we went through and heard stories about each one and that just for me man what the perfect that's the perfect summation to that call like the, to the spending time together because that's what it's all about, and everyone told us their stories, and it's just, just, it's just a blast. So, what a great way to start recording um, is well, coming together and doing that. Going on with the personal stuff, uh, which I love that part of it, and I, I got to give you uh, props for that. I really loved how you you really saw people emotionally connect to these items, and we they connected us with that time. You know, you had we have a couple doctors. I mean, what do we have? Three or four MDs, yeah. and that were in the group, um, and and a couple of those had actually you know MD related Disney props. You know, because it was important to them. It tied to when they got their degrees and stuff, and the artwork and. Um, you know, I, I have to give, um, like with the Reagans and I didn't know that you could do that. They would send artwork back no to idea. the artist to have them changes and, and do things like that. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah. Super well, cool. I got in trouble. I got in trouble because, uh, that glass slipper with the engagement ring. Remember oh, that yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Laura's yeah. like, you didn't do that for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so, so thanks. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. You should send that guy a private message. Who, who was it that was that? Who was it that did that? Was it that was Seth? Seth? Yeah. Seth. Yep. Yeah. 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 Thank, Seth? Thanks. Yeah. Seth. I'm sleeping yeah. on the couch tonight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when they come downstairs, look, giving you a dirty look and you're like, Oh, what did I do in your dream right, right. now? <laughs> well, that's, that makes, I'm glad Katie wasn't on because whenever I proposed, I went, eh, eh, and I yeah. waved the ring up at her. Eh, what do you think? <laughs> eh, and, you know, so his, his was much, much better than mine. Um, you know, this, the one thing about, about doing that or the, you know, hanging out with the Disney family in particular is we have those moments that we remember forever. You know, we have those times that we, uh, completely remember. And the cool part is 
Tonight, we're going to talk about an amazing uh, attraction, a Walt Disney World and Disneyland attraction, that has uh, been a staple for many families in Fantasyland. It always has one of the longest uh, wait times on property and uh, has one of the greatest queues. And tonight, we're going to jump into the amazing Peter Pan's Flight... Uh, guys, let's talk a little bit about this attraction, and uh, let's let's really jump into not only the queue, but some of the other amazing uh, amazing things this brings to many many uh, families Disney trips every time they're in the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. Uh, I want to ask you both this as before we get into it. Do you remember the first time you experienced this attraction? Yes, yes, I do, and uh, let me elaborate on that. <laughs> I was severely underwhelmed yeah could not believe it i was like wow this is it right right so let me say face here as a first-time disney person who is not a disney person that was my experience with it and i think a lot of people have that experience now absolutely am in love with it right and 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 there's a bunch of reasons why but mike what what is your what are your thoughts here? Well, the first time that I went on it was pre twenty fourteen, so it was kind of with the older queue. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the queue later. Um, probably one of the first rides that I went on in Magic Kingdom with my family, and it was a long wait. And much like you, I was kind of like, well, I hope everything isn't like this because I, there's a lot of that changed since my childhood, you know, and and. Same thing, very underwhelmed, and now it's almost like a must-do ride. So it's it's one of those really weird things that, and I think it's a must-do because my kids kind of enjoy it. I think because Laura enjoys doing it, and I don't know if we get it a fast pass because it's just one of those things like could say, well, you know what, I got to ride it in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. I, I don't know if I want to you know wait for it again, but uh, we enjoy doing it. Well, I mean, look, Justin, you're a Walter Elias Disney guy. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely about Walter E. Um, this is him, 100%. I mean, this is opening day Disneyland, 1955. This guy, uh, this this attraction was there at Disneyland. I mean, you cannot get any more nostalgia than the Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, so, look, all right, so let's take a second and step outside of the parks, right? Let's take a second let's step back to the amazing 1953 uh, classic that Walt Disney makes uh, with Peter Pan, you know, the, the animated film. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, this is the Peter Pan I knew and grew up with. I didn't know the other Peter Pan movies. I didn't know the, um, you know, everything else that came before or after, how, however it was. I didn't read the books. I didn't do all that. Like, this was Peter Pan to me. Uh, that was Tiger Lily. Like, that's Captain Hook. That's what they look like in my head because it's the first time I ever experienced this when I saw the movie. Um, for me, I think when Walt thinks about a theme park and he thinks about transporting you through a movie or through an experience, this attraction really does a better job uh, than, than a lot do in the time, if that makes sense. So in 1971, Peter Pan's Flight 
is uh is a new experience to where you're you're seeing a movie. It's like riding through the pages of a book or riding through the uh the scenes of a movie. And I really enjoy that part of it. Now, did you guys grow up watching this movie, this animated film, or did you experience Peter Pan in a different way? I had the animated. No, I yeah, I was all, I'm right there with Mike. I was all about the animated as well. I mean, this this is Peter Pan. Yeah, I don't know any other. I mean, do you guys at all? I mean, I know there's others out there. No, the other ones don't no. count. Those <laughs> it's just nonsense. It's just it, whatever. Those don't even doesn't even matter, you know. Um, and I even question the guy that's you know hanging from the uh, castle at the end of the night. You know, it's like I don't know. You don't look like the guy off the cartoon. I don't know. Um, hey, can we? Uh, can we? Just take a step yeah, back sure. here, and uh, I, and I want to go back to Disneyland for a second, and then we'll pull it back over yeah, to Disney World, okay? And when, and I didn't know this, but when we went down this rabbit hole, um, uh, originally the original ride was you were Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and and guests were not grasping that concept, yeah. and and they had to change, and you know, and and that's that's one of these things where um, Disney pulls the you know I want to say the pompous, the arrogance. And it's like we need to change this. We need to change this so we are um, so guests understand it. It's not just because I envision it. You will be stuck with this. This is my artwork. You will like it. There's going to always be an evolution uh, to to appease the guests. And that and I think that was definitely a characteristic trait of uh, Walt Disney that is very important, especially going forward with this attraction. Well, do you think too? I, I mean, let's really talk about that. Okay, let's dive into this because do you not see where? The they should have seen beforehand of saying like, wow, you know what? They may not understand the fact that there's Peter Pan's flight, but you never see Peter Pan in an attraction. Um, or do you think? Well, unless you, I was gonna say unless you absolutely explain it to somebody, but you know, a lot of times, well, let's look at the let's look what was going on. Disneyland as a whole was coming together as one big puzzle right. piece. Do you think it was just taken for granted that they would they would feel that and know that? I mean, I, I I honestly think it's just an honest mistake, to be honest with you, from the Imagineers aspect. Yeah, I mean, of so it. you're so you are the the where where I get confused with that storyline is when you enter Disneyland mm-hmm. or the Magic Kingdom, right? right? You are a part of the story, so you are the one, you know, entering the story, and whether you're in an adventure. You're in a uh, in Tomorrowland on a space, you know, uh, Odyssey. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in Fantasyland fighting dragons, or you're flying over London. Uh, you're you're still yourself. You're you're no one right. else. Whereas right. if when you enter this if you enter this attraction and Peter Pan is not there, and you, all of a sudden you're supposed you're already suspending belief when you enter the parks. Now you're supposed yeah. to supposed to completely change that idea again and say, oh, I'm not me anymore. Now I'm Peter Pan. So can I can I tell you my philosophy on that is everything that is very popular with Disney that I'm 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 with that I love is not what I'm forced to be a different character but when I am allowed to be like the Christmas carol where I can go back and be invisible and enjoy the scenery mm-hmm. around me. You know what I mean? So I think that change of allowing me to just get to to no longer be a character like forcing me to be a character because some people aren't able to do that do you do you have i mean you you have to admit that you have to have some artistic um uh, ability some ability to flip a switch some acting ability to want to be peter pan because what if you don't want to be peter pan can you enjoy this ride i've wanted to be tinkerbell for a long time (laughs) (laughs) 
I know that, and I'm not judging you for that, but I'm coming back to Sorry. Peter Pan here for a second. My, my art, my goals out there, yeah. you know. I've wanted to fly. <laughs> I want to fly over the Magic Kingdom so bad, you know. It's just what it is. I think it'd be perfect for you. Um, but no, I can understand that if you don't look. If I don't want to be Scar, don't make me do a, a um, you know, a, a a Lion King attraction where I'm the bad guy because I don't want to be right. him. But but I'll be okay with watching right. him. You know? uh, Mike. Is this something to where let's take it away from Peter Pan and let's just talk attractions and, and parks in general. Can you now you've been a ton of times. Can you suspend belief and really dive into the stories? Yeah. And, and I think, I think you really kind of have to let yourself do that because why fight it? You know what I mean? That they, they want you to be immersed in that experience. I mean, I see what Jay's saying about looking at it from an outside view, which is, which is a good perspective also. But I, I, I like the idea of pretending I'm in it, you know, being in the, the, Another ride, being in the pirate ship uh, and Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, pretending you're one of the guys going through and enjoying the scenery and and or flying on the back of a banshee. You know, you really want to get yourself into those moments, into those into those scenery. Uh, I can see myself suspending who I am and, and pretending that I'm a character for those particular moments. But but those are all generic characters. So you can almost like just sit there and, and do it. But if I'm forcing you to be the main character in Avatar. And and you're supposed to act a certain way, or if I'm forcing you to be Peter Pan, that's what I'm saying is I, I can sit next to Peter Pan and enjoy the flight and immerse myself and be part of the gang, but don't force me to be Peter Pan. I think it's confusing for the masses. Well, don't you think too that we all the the way that gets confusing for me is we all relate to different characters in different ways. So for example, like in Peter Pan, let's talk about the film, for example, do you relate more as um, Peter Pan, or do you relate more as a Lost Boy, or do you re- relate more as Captain Hook, or maybe you relate as as the dad, you know, um, George, you know, I I I don't think I think whenever they say you are this character, then a lot of people go, eh, okay, I don't really feel like I'm that character, and then you go through, look, I mean, the movie is called Peter Pan, the attraction is called Peter Pan, mm-hmm. you want to see. Where's Peter Pan? 100%. But the great thing is is they realized this. They went ahead. They fixed the attraction to where now Peter Pan is in it. Uh, Guys, walking up to this attraction, let's talk about the queue a little bit because this is something... uh, Look, there's an all of Disney first that I have and haven't done. Uh, I have not done this queue. Um, I have not waited in this. Whenever I do it, I have a fast pass, and uh, I have not waited in this queue. So take me through the queue. Let's talk a little bit about it because maybe one of the most... Uh, interactive storytelling cues on property. Well, I've done both cues. I've done the original cue before it was uh, refurbished in 2014. And um, just, I'm so glad that they did it the way they did it now. Uh, the, the older cue was more of just a complete switchback. You were kind of cramped in there. It was just, it, it, was, it was the line that took forever. It was really, kind of really took away from the ride. But the, the new immersive, the way they have it now, it's interactive and you have scenery. And the best thing that I can relate it to is if you walk down Fifth Avenue, New York City around Christmas time, all of the windows are decorated with like animatronics and different scenes from, you know, different kinds of uh, Christmas scenes. And I think that's plays a part with this, too. And it kind of. Listen, we all know, and we'll get into this later, about what a long wait this always is. It's, it's, it's always a long, ride, uh, a long ride wait time. 
This brings you into the story a little bit more. It kind of expands the ride from the outside, expands the ride from the inside and brings it outside as well. So it's almost like your ride experience is starting from the minute you get online, which is important because it's a pretty fast ride as well. Well, let me ask you this because someone who's never done it, does this um, queue start, let's say, like when the movie starts? So do, are you seeing the inside of the Darling House? Are you seeing those great scenes where he's like looking for his cufflinks and and the kids are, you know, freaking out and they're going to bed and they're trying to leave? Like, I, for me, that's the one thing that I think Disney would get right if they did. And I look for me, I've kind of missed watching this um, on YouTube because I, I do want to experience it one day. But I hope it tells the story uh, of it before you take flight, if that makes sense, before you go out the window um, and, and you get to see the family more in their their natural uh, environment there. Well, you don't see any of the family, if memory serves no, me right. No, you don't see any of the okay. family. At least, right. so, see a little bit of Tinkerbell. It's almost, like it. they're in, it's almost like they're at church or something. You know, nobody's even home. So you're kind of like almost incognito in their house. However, you do get a special guest. You get Tinkerbell... Uh, what is it? Our shadow that comes mm-hmm. blasting around. You get some light effects, some some um, uh, very fun stuff. Here's the thing: is 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 you know you you got that magic age. I would say like four mm-hmm. and younger. You know that element of where magic is yeah. magic. Uh, this is a magical cue, man, because you get Tinker. They're interacting with Tinkerbell. You know, and it's very neat. Um, as far as the cue itself, I believe you see Michael's bedroom, um, and then you have. Um, Oh, I want to say is that uh, uh, Wendy's bedroom as well. Um, I mean, it's, you know, I'm just kind of going off memory here. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I, I I think this was a really great addition because what you were what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is does it kind of start to transport me onto this ride? Right. Does it, is it add to this ride? And I'm going to say, yes, it kind of makes me forget that I'm at Disney world. It kind of makes me forget that, you know what? I'm, I'm allowing myself, like Mike said, he's allowing himself to just be here as, as a, um, you know, as part of this story. And I, I think they do a great job with that. I Can really you imagine do. poor Peter Pan in an age of home security systems? Well, hello, Santa I mean, Claus. Well, Santa has, I mean, Santa has that extra magic. I mean, let's let's be honest. Santa comes down the chimney. I don't have a sensor for my chimney. Now, for my doors and my windows, like, you know what I'm saying? That's not happening. But that that's, you know, that's here nor there. So you, you mean you mean a fairy that comes in and steals your kid at night? Yeah, it's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> it's concerning, guys. Um, so as we go through the queue, is there anything else you all want to add to the queue there before we, uh, before we hop on the attraction? Mike, I know there was something you were telling us a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, something I haven't really partaken in this, and I think, Jason, you have. Uh, from what I understand, that guest waiting for the Peter Pan in the queue, you can play the uh, the Disney Parks app. There's something special that goes on in that particular spot that you can only play when you're waiting online. Now, Jay, you've done the Disney Parks app before, haven't you? You've, you've done that with the boys? That was – I let my son, my boys use that, and now it's continual. What's on the Disney Parks app? Or, 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 because you have to be absolutely, you have to be actually in the area in the vicinity of this ride because it's all Bluetooth. So if you're outside the attraction, you're not playing this this game. You know, if you're outside, um, uh, look, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike, because that's something I want to drive home to everybody out there that's going to be going to Disney World. Download this app. There is so much fun stuff from Galaxy's Edge to when you do an attraction, it'll give you a badge. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you if you do Peter Pan's flight, it'll give you a badge, and it's kind of like it keeps track of 
everything that you've done and you can go through and just fill up all these badges and and places you've done and adventures that you've uh, you've had all on your app. Now, I'm not saying live in your phone the whole time, but if you're standing in line and you want to play a, a, a unique game, and some of these games give you badges as well, you know. So uh, there's no second place here, man. You got to get in there, and, and this is like the Pokemon of Disneyland. You got to catch them all. You got to get them all. All the badges. That not, that's just such a great addition too, because we talk a lot about interactive cues, right? Like. What yep. Disney can mm-hmm. do to make that wait, that hour, two-hour wait, whatever it is for whatever attraction you're waiting on, um, what they can make to, to make that better. So families aren't sitting there on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like doing all this stuff unless you're on the Disney House Podcast Facebook family. Um, then you can actually interact as a family with a Disney game. How genius is this? I mean, it's it's so genius that they can uh, they can do this and be on the Disney app, Disney Parks app, playing these games that are interactive with the attractions. It's it's absolutely great. Look, we've gone through the queue, guys. Uh, let's move on to the actual attraction itself. And as you board, what I think is so better than boarding something thinking that you are Peter Pan himself is now you are boarding these absolutely amazing, these uh, uh, you walk down the the same type of ramp, the Omnimover ramp that is part of many many attractions, such as like Haunted Mansion, uh, and you board that amazing amazing pirate ship. One, do you like to try to get a certain color? And two, in this one of the greatest uh, uh, attraction uh, vehicles that that's on Disney property. I personally think it's one of my favorites, if if not my favorite, next to the Doom Buggy. And and but the reason being is is the whole concept of you're getting in something that's going to float, take off. I mean, you've got everything everything captured right on this uh, this little attraction. And you know what? It's not an uncomfortable. The design is not no. uncomfortable either. It's actually a very comfortable ride. You know, it's the Omni Mover system, right? We've all been on the Omni Movers, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's an Omni Mover on there. That I haven't been stuck on because they had to unload somebody with you know with a uh, with a difficulty you know whether it be a wheelchair or somebody need a little extra time. I mean, you think of the rides. You think of Haunted Mansion. You think of uh, uh, Spaceship Earth. You think of Nemo. You've always gotten stuck somewhere. I don't think I've ever gotten stuck in Peter Pan where they had to load somebody. I don't think I have either. You know where I always How- get stunk is a stuck stunk. <laughs> You know where I always get stuck is over at uh, Winnie the Pooh, and it's always in the heffalump scene, and it's just terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think you're right, and I think these attraction vehicles tell tell the story better than most. I mean, like Jay said, I mean, you know what you're about to do the second you board them. And I know the fun thing for us when we'd ride them and Riley was little, she'd be like, I want the pink one. I want the green one. I want this and this, you know, and we'd have to guess like, oh, are we – because there would be maybe 20 people in front of you, but – it may be a single, it may be a family of three. Like, you don't know how many people are riding each one. So we would always stand there and try to guess which one we would get, which color. And then if we got it, you know, oh, we got purple. Riley would be super excited. So, um, But let's let's go through this attraction. Guys, not a long attraction. One of the shorter attractions on property, uh, to be honest. But uh, a lot of story told in a short period of time. Uh, Mike, after we board our beautiful uh, pirate ship, take us through the uh, take us through the attraction here a little bit. Well, you get that famous saying from Peter Pan himself. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Off to Neverland. When there's a smile in your heart. 
I love that. You know what? And and the thing is, is that is when we were when we decided to do the attraction ride here. Um, that's such a key element, isn't that a perfect like that? Just kind of sets the mood for the whole whole ride. Once once he says that, you know, we get that iconic. Here we go. <laughs> you go. <laughs> You're inside the bedroom, guys. We're actually taking off. We're actually starting to, to get a little bit airborne, and we get to see the Darling family down there just getting ready for bed. Or actually, are they getting ready for an adventure, yeah. right? Because because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, how I feel it is, uh, you know, we're kind of just following them as they're they're going through. You know, it's it's uh, this is one of those moments where um, I, 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 I think I'm, me personally, I feel like I'm watching the story. I'm not living mm-hmm. in the story. You know, and I'm completely loving that. Like this is a, di- a living diorama. You know, um, so we go ahead and we 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 watch them and we go through the window and we head right outside into that beautiful dark London streets. I mean, we're right outside. We're right at house level. Yeah, uh, and I and you have okay. Nana right below the dog. Yeah, yep, right. And um, the the dog is there. And guys, we just transport and then we go right over to, uh, I mean, we're at airplane heights, probably 700 to 1,000 feet above um, London. And what a fun, fun um, scene. I mean, that just sets precedence for the whole, we are leaving this area right now. We are leaving um, England. We're, we're, well, we're the gone. whole thing too is how bad do you guys want to just go down and walk around in there? I do so bad. I want to <laughs> like have a lunch diorama. Down there. How ridiculous! I mean, is how cool that? would yep, that be? Do. do you know how they do the cars? Yep. Anybody? No. It is with a uh, bicycle chain, and it's painted. Oh yeah, that makes and then sense. They, it just runs continuously, okay. and it's painted with black light paint, and the bicycle yep. chain just continuously runs, and that's how they do the. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man! I didn't yeah. know that. So. I didn't know that. I thought they were little people in little cars. So thanks for spoiling <laughs> sorry. that. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> Rewind. Uh, yeah, so yeah, the people are driving the little cars below and uh, living out their little lives. You were right. And, the you know, the, the skyline in the background with with the moon and, you know, you just – you feel honestly like you are flying over London. I mean, this is one of the most genuine scenes, I think, from, from a lot of Disney attractions. This is one of those – as a kid, I remember this thinking, oh, my gosh, look how far up we are, you know? Like, it really mm-hmm. does transport you like, oh, oh, you know, you kind of sneak in a little bit closer to the middle of the uh, pirate ship. But uh, but let's look at the nostalgia. How would that have looked 50 yeah. years ago, 40 yeah. years ago? You know what I mean? Well, let's bring it to Disneyland. I mean, you know, well, 40 years, years ago. Yeah. Let, let's, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, how – that's that's pretty – that's a pretty cool – Dude, it still holds up. <laughs> pretty that cool scene, scene still man. holds up today. That scene still holds up 100%. When you look over the side and you see the lights and you see the buildings and the cars and, you know, it still holds up. Um, but then we get to go to Mike's favorite land, and that is Neverland. Mike, whenever we're transported, we go down that 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 chute and we ta- uh, take off to the second star to the right. So then we continue on over the volcanoes, through the mountains, the mermaids. And I got to tell you, from Sammy, she always says that one of the mermaids is the little mermaid because it just looks just like uh, Ariel. 
so definitely resemblance there. Uh, then as you swoop around, we have the Indians. Then we have the Skull. Then we have Wendy on the, the pirate ship. Uh, Jay, you want to talk about the Indians at all? Let's talk about the Indians. I have to laugh at the one that is really uh, giving us the what's up look. Um, and you guys know which one I'm talking about. Her eyes are just glaring at us. And either that or she's looking off into the distance and and, and whatever they're doing down there. But uh, what a... What a um, what a fun scene, and I'm really surprised that uh, it, that it's they haven't been changed at all. Like this is it. This is this is the the the, the scene, and and this is where it's going to stay. I shouldn't say surprised. I'm glad they're not changing it. But um, how how many of you uh, actually try to peek over and look down inside the volcano? Oh, I do time? every time. Every I time. do every time. Yep, every yep. single the, time. The cool thing is too is like I love that the the style of the characters matches perfectly the animation style of the movie. Like they said, this is what we yes. are, and yeah. boom, you're in it, and that's who it is. You know, it's absolutely perfect. Um, it's for me, and like you said, I mean, the mermaids are, are a huge, huge go. But then we get to that amazing next scene where you get uh, poor Wendy. Poor Wendy's had a rough day. All she wanted to do was go to Neverland, hang out with Peter Pan, uh, and now she's walking the plank all of a sudden. Captain Hook has her captive, along with her brothers and a couple of the lost boys, and she is going to be walking the plank with TikTok Croc in the water. Um, this is, I think, when you really get a first look at that amazing uh, up-close audio animatronic. I mean, really good stuff for the, for what it is. Well, and it's, like you said, even those carried over to the mm-hmm. cartoon. You know? So, I mean, it's... For somebody who has watched the cartoon and then come and see this, it's it's it had to have been mind-blowing. Yeah. Had to yeah, have been. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, when you look all those years ago, this was your riding through a movie that you sit down and watched. I mean, take take away yeah. cell phones, take away the internet, take away all the things we have now mm-hmm. to where we're completely inundated with YouTube and, and videos and all that, to where all of a sudden this movie maybe you've seen once or you've seen twice your entire life. That's all you've ever seen. Now you're a, you're in the middle of it. That's huge. That's 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 a massive, massive thing. Mike, when you fly uh, over this pirate ship, the pirate ship takes up the entire scene. It's massive. Um, your first thoughts, man. I mean, this thing's huge. I mean, you have all the great characters standing right there on the pirate ship. You insolent pup! Take that! <laughs> Yeah, I love when you come into that scene. Uh, It's one of my favorite scenes out of that ride. Uh, Like you said, the cartoonness of the characters is really cool. I like going over around the boat. We have TikTok over there, which is one of my favorite, Mm -hmm. you know, crocodiles. Uh, You you pass over him, and then you go over the boat, and you see all the pirates kind of laid out across the boat. And um, there's some really cool characters in there. And and I think I've met a couple of those characters when we've been over, like Castaway and stuff like that. They've had some meet and greets over there. And uh, but the sad part is, is that's kind of the end of the ride. You know, you come around and you see Captain Hook with uh, with TikTok. You know, kind of bouncing on his legs. And uh, you know, you're at the end of your journey. Captain! Oh, poor, poor Captain Hook. Such a desperate situation. Mr. Slave! Stay right there, Captain. 
Yeah, yeah. See, that's the one downfall about this attraction is the payoff may not be worth the. Oh, I, I'm gonna say it, okay? I'm gonna be that guy. The payoff might not be worth the overall essence of the attraction. Hey, listen, uh, Justin, you posed a question today in the Patreon group, um, of, and, and, and I'll quote: "For tonight's episode, we want to hear your opinion on Peter Pan's flight." Um, and what draws you to this ama- amazing Disney attraction. And uh, what I want to say is, of course, you signed it with your signature, Have an Awesome Day. We can't wait to see you tonight. Um, and I had to throw that in there. Uh, and I want to go through a couple of these because there seems to be a, a common denominator that's going to come up. And I want you guys to, know if, to notice this common denominator, okay? Uh, Tim Jackson says, yeah, the attraction has been my wife's white whale. This, this, is, this is almost such a, like a, I should have violin music playing in the background, sad music. This attraction has been my wife's white whale. This is the big one she really wants to do, but has been denied all three trips we have made. Uh, in 2016, um, couldn't get fast passes, and uh, you know, pregnant with twins. 2019, it was closed for refurbishment. Um, also, another 2019 trip, uh, fast passes were booked after lunch, and the kids got sick. So just, just never able to get on that. Uh, man, I hope, I hope. She can get on there this next time for sure. Um, moving on to Evan Laundry here, guys, and we'll kind of switch off a little bit. But um, uh, I, I, I just don't get it, to be honest. Um, it has the nostalgia to it, and, and, and it's the same ride as I rode decades ago as a kid. And I would ride it every time if there was no wait. But I wouldn't wait 20 minutes for it, and I wouldn't use a fast pass on it again. That's interesting mm-hmm. because he must go enough where I'm willing to pass this attraction up. You know, Scott was saying, uh, Scott Zobel was saying that it's a must for his family, that it's a quick ride. It goes very fast. We kind of talked about that a little bit on the show. Uh, you don't, like I said, Scott says, you don't need all of the fancy bells, whistles, and all of the, you know, uh, the, the, the newer details of some of the newer animatronics. And, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that the wait is along with Scott is saying. And, you know, we kind of, that's the, kind of the common denominator. You know, it's a very, very, long wait ride because i think of the nostalgia uh look at cj ward he says the same thing he's like look he's like i, I think the appeal for me is a feeling of flying on over london that's one of my favorite scenes in any disney attraction but he also says i don't understand the wait times they get uh, the ride can get it's a great ride but at only three minutes i would never wait an hour or more for it yeah i mean me too like i'm this i'm the same exact way so Jessica Johnson nails it with uh, while I will while I will not wait for it, uh, I won't wait for uh, while I will not wait for it. I won't wait for much. Oh, anyways, uh, Jessica Johnson's not really wait for wait for attractions, anyways, and uh, this is this is no exception. Um, but she mentions that Peter Pan was my favorite ride growing up. And I love I love seeing the movie in real life. Uh, it, in, it invokes the same fascination for me as the train in Epcot. Um, I, I would imagine what she means is I love seeing the movie in real life is what we were talking about before, where you have the cartoon and all of a sudden now you're transported inside the cartoon. Um, I, look, there's no I can't disagree well, with her there. The whole thing too is like so all the people who 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 said things, you know, all of them had a a mutual respect for the attraction, but also. Uh, a let's say you know hesitance about the weight and uh, almost like a curiosity of why does this attraction have such a weight to it and there is one person who I think really 
kind of symbolizes one of the persons on this podcast. And let's dive into it. You know what I mean? We're very positive, but let's talk really about this attraction. And maybe it's not our our bread and butter. It can't not every attraction can be. Derek Pitzer says, unpopular opinion ahead, not really a fan. I really understand the super long waits that this ride always has. I can't really explain why, but this ride just doesn't do it for me. Uh guys, do you guys feel the same way or is this a must do? <laughs> well well Mike I, I mean, if we're gonna be completely honest here, you're probably you're probably if we were to rank one, two, and three as an um, uh, host that really like Peter Pan, you're probably number three. Mm-hmm. Am I, is that a safe? Oh, assumption? a safe assumption. Okay. My only okay. my only draw to it is that Laura likes it, so to appease the family, I'll do it. it but if if I could go to a trip and it was under refurbishment every time I was there, I wouldn't sweat it. Okay, and that's fair enough. And you know, look, the first time I wrote it, I I really. I would look and, and we had a fast pass for it the first time I did it. But can you imagine um, Miss Disney who loves Disney takes her non-Disney love and husband who just doesn't even want to be there and forces him to wait for an hour and then for him to get on that thing kind of uh, go go to put his phone in his pocket and adjust his shirt and the ride's over with He's like, wait a minute what 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 happened so um yeah i mean i could i could see that come on guys um dan hirschline was a uh actually jacob moore here i don't want to leave out a yeah, couple yeah, people ahead. here um uh, laura fee was uh really loves it she loves the theme um such a fun ride jacob moore is uh this is a ride for us period um, and uh, but Dan Dursline, um, it's a must do if there's fast passes available, you know, and, and that's the, that's something that I'm I'm seeing as a common one too. Where if there's no fast pass, I'm not waiting in line for that. That's why I haven't seen the queue. I'm not waiting more. I'm you not waiting more than twenty minutes. I'm just not doing it. Like I like the attraction. For me, it's either yeah. a fast pass or I'm waiting at the end of the night to where the very night when fireworks are going on or something's going on to where I can hop in and they open that little gate to where you can just whoop, right through, you know? Um, that's the only way that I'm I'm doing this attraction. But but Michael Taylor was, you know, he said my, the part about Peter Pan's flight that I love is the queue. You know, and as the rooms are interactive and provide that little bit of magic that maybe you weren't expecting while waiting in line. Uh, I think that was a great, adi- like I said before, it was a great addition, especially if you got kids and you're waiting in yeah. line. You know, just the distractions, man. It's all about that distractions. So, um, and I think we're going to wrap it up with Adam Austin. Um, uh, he said, I love the ride. It's not a must-do if we can get, uh, it, but if we can get decent weights, we'll, we'll do it. Um, but then we go with that that whole wait time again. Um, and, and I, I you know, I kind of want to get in this to you with guys. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Let's just ask that question. How is this this magic anomaly of this this attraction always at 45 minutes plus no matter what i could be the first person in the park the very first person running sprints right there that thing's at 45 minutes and people are in front of me like how how did you magically transport yourself into this queue right here i mean it's it's incredible how it's always a queue now is it a is it a farce where people think they must do this or or, or what my question is is this the biggest Disney mystery there is. It's good. It's at the top you know what I'm list. saying? Like 45 why, minutes. Yeah. I'll walk by it. And you know what's funny? So been to the parks hundreds of times, right? Every mm-hmm. time. It's almost like uh, when I was little, uh, my mom tells a story how every time I'd see a McDonald's arch, I'd go, cheeseburger, right? And I would always say that. Yeah. And it drove yeah. her nuts because there's a McDonald's like every three miles. So I'd scream, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Every time I walk by this attraction now, I go, why is the wait 60 minutes? 
Right. Every time. Right. I don't just walk right. past and go, oh, 60 minutes. Why is that 60 minutes? Yep. And Katie and I go, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. You know, during a party, 45 minute wait, uh, uh, mind train, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, Peter Pan, 45. <laughs> like, I, th- I think it might be broke. It only goes from 45 up. Like it starts at 45, you know, and I, I don't tell any, it's funny, man. That, that should, that should be a shirt, Mike. That should be sure. The uh, Peter Pan's flight and then just 45 minute yeah. wait. That's it. People would get it, man. They would get it. You'd be lucky with 45 minutes on some days. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, one of, the, nice. one of the strangest things, when we were on People Mover and it got evacuated and we had to be evacuated from the ride, they handed you paper fast passes to use throughout the park. You know, we were still using the Magic Band system, but mm-hmm. uh, they handed us paper fast passes. And it says, good for one fast pass today on any ride except Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And Peter Pan. Yeah, so you're putting you're putting that that Peter Pan ride in the same category as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yes, I think that's fair, dude. But here, here, here's my question. Let, let me do this. Do families with very young children, because this 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 attraction does not have a height requirement, so any family can go on this attraction. Do they right. look at their options of It's a Small World, Philhar Magic Carousel? You know. Uh, Tales, tales with Bell, a story time with Bell. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like they're looking at all these, and they go, you know what? Out of my Fantasyland non-height requirement attractions, this is the one that probably has the most thrills, I guess you could say, or has the most. And so everyone heads to that. All right, and well, you have a lot of first-time Disney people too. Let me ask you this: I mean, what are your? Th- do you talk highly of Peter Pan's flight when you're talking nope. with people? I steer people away from it. You don't. I tell people not to waste a fast Even pass. Even for a fast on. pass, I, well, it depends on the family but, but though, you, too, man. Like, uh, are they? Do they have a, a kid that's four? If they have a kid that's four, stay away from Peter Pan's flight. If you have a kid that's eighteen okay. months, yeah, I mean that's fine if you want to do that, you know. But for me, it's like if you can take them on pirates, um, and you can take them on haunted mansion. Neither one have height requirements, and you can you, you know take it. For, even Buzz, no height requirement. Mm-hmm. Those three fast passes are much better than Peter Pan's flight. See, that's where I disagree with you. I would rather take my four-year-old on Peter Pan's flight and have him experience that. That that flight over London where they can look down really? and be like, wow, this is incredible. Know, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I've had a great time talking about the attraction. Look, don't take uh, us talking about the queue for the fact that we don't like the traction. I do love this traction. And when it has a short queue or when it has, I'm able to fast pass it, which I do sometimes, um, always and must do for us whenever we have those. Uh, but the, the, the greatest thing is, uh, is the fact that the entire family can do it. And I love being able to bring families together, whether it be my family, your family, the entire Disney dad's family or our Disney has patron family together. And that's something we're going to get to do right about now. We are, and guys, and listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very direct here and tell you guys. Um, during our COVID nineteen uh, quarantine, uh, we're gonna do something special. And if you notice, there's a trend. We're bringing special guests on just to do picks of the weeks with us and close up the show. And uh, they're gonna carry on to the Patreon with this. And um, and look, I appreciate uh, I appreciate them having the time to come on, guys. So with that, are you guys ready I have for no your idea who's surprise on. guest number one? Okay, all right. Let's see. Let's 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 add this person.
And here, here she is, Cat Dupree. Hi, guys. Hello. It's good to see you. I tell you what, I didn't see you too long ago. I, I got to see you a uh, short time ago because we had an awesome time on the patron side doing our scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I am very competitive, and so I was ready for it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and I'll vouch for that too. I was uh, we were doing some audio testing. I was I was visiting with Cat before, and she's like, "All right, I got all my Disney stuff down here. I'm ready for <laughs> it." And I'm like, "I bet you are." <laughs> so, well, hey, listen, thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited um, to be here. Well, we are excited to have you, and you, and actually, um, Mike, um, I'm going to hand this over to you, buddy. This is all you. Why don't Sounds you take good. us to where we need to go? Yep. You know, we were just talking a lot about the Peter Pan flight, and we said one of the most amazing things you saw is that flight over London, and that would make a really good picture. You know, it's a very picturesque kind of place. Uh, I got to tell you, one great place for pictures is our amazing Facebook group. And we have the amazing pleasure of having Kat with us today to do our favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, Kat. It's great having you on this week, and you, as our guest, get the first shot at your Pick of the Week. Awesome. Well, I had was scouring the Facebook page um earlier this evening and i am going to chat or choose chad roscoe um he posted his local lego club challenged um them to do a classic disney build and his son's submission was based on the sword in the stone and let me tell you i have watched lego masters and i am just like dumbfounded by what people can create and this is amazing he did such a great job of um, having arthur's hand pulling the sword out of the stone so great job chad and your son a hundred percent agree. hundred percent. Dude, he's, he needs to go on Lego Master. <laughs> I couldn't do it. There's he needs to go on Lego Master. That's right? amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, first. Jay, what do you got for me, buddy? I I, I am going with our good friend, Fee, the Fee family, and Laura Fee posted something with her son, and it was uh, kind of a nod to the last episode with the uh, or the Star Tours episode. And um, she says, after listening to the Star Tours episode, I thought I would share some pics of my Star Wars loving kid. And uh, it was fun. I mean, it, it's he looks like quite the quite the little guy. So I would love to meet families or I'd love to meet him sometime. Uh, his pictures with um, Kylo Ren are <laughs> awesome. I just love it. So Laura, thank you. Laura and Ed, excuse me. Thank you for posting those pictures. Very cool. Justin, what do you got for me, bud? I absolutely love this picture. It's one of my favorite people. I love her, her husband, her two kids. They're like family. Jenna Ramey, she said, seven years ago today was the very first time I ever went to Disney. Daniel and I went as our honeymoon uh, that we didn't get to go or take when we got married. Um, the picture, the the uh, first time button, the tiara, rocking it, princess style. Absolutely love it. And her picture says, I'm a princess. Me too. I meet we're princesses together. I love it. Let's do this. Uh, uh, happy, happy, happy anniversary, I guess. Seven years ago. There you go. Very cool. Mike, you're left. Up to you. Yes. 
Well, coming off of one of last week's episodes, Jessica Johnson posted a picture from Main Street, and her daughter was there checking to see if her dad's fire patch was still at the fire station. I think we even mentioned that on the on the podcast. We were talking about that. And, uh, you know, more importantly now than anything, got to remember our first responders. We always, you always have a, heart, a special place in our heart. Uh, you guys are great. And for me, that is my pick of the week. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Thank you to all the first responders out that's there doing good. perfect. Uh, doing what needs to be done for everyone during this time. We really appreciate you. I got to give a shout out real quick. Uh, honorable mention to Janet Sherwin and Brian Smalley game night, rocking the, the, uh, Disney monopoly. I downloaded monopoly on my phone and I've wasted more time this week than just about anybody playing monopoly on my phone. So absolutely love seeing Cinderella castle there in the middle, playing some Disney monopoly. Uh, really, really cool. Keeping it Disney in your lives. So, so cool. You know, we had some great pictures this week uh, on our Facebook group. Justin, why don't you tell our Disney family how they can get to be, you know, maybe a pick of the week. Yeah, I tell you what, great time right now. Pick up your phones. Go over to Disney Dads Podcast Facebook family on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, what are you waiting on? Seriously, right now is the right time. Pick it up. Be a member. Uh, be the next pick of the week because uh, there's no better time than right now. You're sitting in your house. Spread those Disney uh, pictures that Disney love to people all over the world. And when I mean all over the world, I mean all over the world. And uh, also... We created something new this week. Look, we're all sitting at home. We're all bored. We're all twiddling our thumbs trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, a lot of us are gamers. A lot of us like to play video games, whether it be PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, something on your cell phone, uh, you name it. Um, then become over and be a part of the new Facebook group, the Disney da- DDP uh, Gamers page. Um, come over and join that and uh, hook up with other families or other people to where you can play games online and, and be together, um, you know, really wasting time <laughs> to be honest uh so i'm really really excited about that page we've had a lot of people get together and and uh create you know groups and and uh and create times they're going to play together so that's really cool so come over and join that page as well um and look i'm always going to ask while you have your phone in your hand do one more thing for me go over to itunes if you like the show if you like what we're trying to do slap five stars write a quick comment it helps us so much not only to grow the show just to spread that disney positivity around the world so thank you so much for doing that and uh guys that is going to uh do it for the free edition of the disney Ads podcast before we close up uh cat we have to uh get some closing words from you Okay. Um, well, I wanted to say thank you to you three, Jason, Justin, and Michael, um, for having me on here. It's um, uh, really fun. I love listening to you guys. And so being able to um, participate is a lot of fun. Thank you um, to everyone on the Facebook page for um, being so interactive. I love seeing all your pictures. I love um, interacting with you guys. Um, so if you ever want to talk Disney, I am your girl. Um, I am currently not working. Um, so except for one day a week. Week, so I am um, I am all up for messaging. I love it. Cool. I love Very it. Nice. Mike? Uh, yeah, you know, listen, I, I missed you guys. It's been a while since we got to do this. Uh, more importantly, like we kind of got into it with my pick of the week. Uh, I really want to give a shout out. We, we always say it every week how important our first responders are, how our, you know, our nurses are doing. You know, as we're going through these weeks, it's getting more and more and more. And it's getting more trying and people are getting worn out and, uh, Listen, you guys are still up there, and you put, you're fighting the good fight. So, uh, listen, keep it up. You guys are doing a great job, and you have a very special place in our heart. Mike, Mike, how do I follow that you up? You don't. You all, <laughs> you all, have a good yeah, night. Guys, have a good night, and that's going to do it. Like I said, for the free Disney Disney Us podcast, patron family, stick around until next time. See you real soon. Have a good night. Have a good night. 
from Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one. Happy birthday, buddy. This has been YDF Media Productions. How cool is that, man? You're another year old. And guess what, buddy? I'm giving you exactly the same thing I gave you last year and the year before that and the year before that. And that's the big, just a happy birthday from me. But I'm going to tell you what. This whole thing was put together by your friend Mike, by my friend Mike, by our brother Mike. You know what? Look. The dude's got a heart of gold, and he set this all up just for you, man. I'm not going to take any credit for it, so here he is. Justin, my buddy, my brother, my right-hand man, you mean so much to me, man. All I got to say is happy birthday. Uh, the outpouring of love from your Disney family just says it all. Such a great guy, and I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Uh, you know, myself, Laura, the girls, you hold a very special place in our heart. You're an amazing guy, and I'm proud to call you a friend and a brother. Happy birthday, man. Hope you have a good Happy day. birthday! Hi, Justin. It's Kristen. I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday and hope you have a great year. Happy birthday, Justin, from Orlando, where the parks are still shut down. Can't wait to celebrate with you down here when it's open. Justin, happy birthday from Ben and Lindsay. And by the way, I think you have very nice hair. Happy birthday, Justin, from Charlie, Danny, and Maggie Jackson. Have a good one, buddy. Hey, Justin, it's Evan Landry. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday, man. Thank you so much for all you do. I hope it's a great one. Hey, Justin, it's Kevin from Chimin and the Mouse. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, from over here in Orlando. Uh, can't wait to see you guys down here again. Thank you for all you guys do, uh, you know, all three of you, um, even though it's not your birthdays, Mike and Jason. Uh, but thank you guys so much. You guys do an amazing service. You have such a wonderful show, and I hope for years and years more of it to come. Happy birthday, Justin. You're awesome, and you're a wonderful part of the Disney community. Hello, Justin. It's Moody Monster from the Moody Monster YouTube channel. Uh, I just wanted to reach out and wish you a happy uh, day of human birth. Uh, I haven't experienced many birthdays here in the human world. I know a little bit about what you guys do, so I hope people light your food on fire and uh, sing awkwardly to you while you stare at us, and then I hope that you extinguish it while making a wish to the fire gods of birth. All right, well, looking forward to seeing you soon. I love the Disney Dads. Moody Monster! Hey, Justin, this is Michael Taylor. Savannah and I wanted to call and wish you a very happy birthday. Uh, we cannot wait to see you, Katie and Riley, in the park, and we hope that you have a wonderful day today. We'll see you real soon. 
Hi, Justin. This is Lindsay and Michael Jonas. We wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. Even if you're stuck at home, we hope your day is filled with fun and maybe even some boiled peanuts. Thanks for helping us keep at Disney during these tough times. Sending much love from your Disney family. Hey, Disney family. This is the Smith family. And this is Nate. Ashley. Sarah. And we have Liam here in the background. And we all just wanted to wish Justin a... Happy birthday, and we hope it's a magical day. Hi, this is Robin and Mackenzie Allen calling to say happy birthday to Justin. Happy birthday! Hope you have a great day. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! From the Thaler family. Hope you have a magical day, Justin. Yeah. This birthday wish comes from Belinda, Larry, and Jasper Bork. We hope you have an awesome and magical birthday. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Justin. Happy birthday to you. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, this is the Castano family calling to uh, say happy birthday to Justin. So we're going to happy birthday so happy birthday happy birthday justin happy birthday happy birthday justin and uh thanks for all the podcasts and thanks for the, the very positive community you guys have created um and we just hope that you uh can have a good birthday with everything going on so again happy birthday hey justin it's the roscoe family roxanne right and baby Oliver, we just wanted to call and wish you a very, very happy birthday. We hope you're safe, healthy, and enjoying some Disney magic at home right now. Happy birthday! Just kidding, it's me, Aiden. Amy Collins. And Mark. And Lori, the Euler. And we just wanted to wish you... Your other favorite New York family, the Marcerakis family, we just called to wish you a happy birthday. Many, many more. Hope you have a great birthday, and uh, you know we love you, brother. Hey, happy, happy birthday, brother. Later. From your friends in Tennessee, the McPhersons, Justin. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, Justin. We appreciate everything you do for the Disney family. So from the Dawson family. We want to wish you a very happy, magical birthday. Hey, Justin. From the Pitzer family in Peoria, Illinois, we wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Hey, guys. It's Dan Rossi here. I just wanted to call in real quick because someone is celebrating a very special birthday today. So I got the whole family together. At the count of three, we're going to wish a very happy birthday. All right, you ready, guys? One, two. Whose birthday is it? It's Justin's from the Disney Dads podcast. Austin? Who's Austin? No, no, no. Not Austin. Justin. Don't you mean Jason? No, no. I don't mean Jason. Guys, let's just say happy birthday here. Ready? One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday from the Rossi family. In all seriousness, buddy, I hope you have a great birthday. Have a good one. Hopefully, we'll see you in July. 
Hey Justin, Jordana, and Gaetano Izzo here. We just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Thanks for always keeping it Disney. Bye. Hi Justin, it's the Ramey family, and we just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. So, happy, happy birthday. birthday! We can't wait to see you in July. This is Eileen and David Smith from Arizona, wishing Justin uh, happy birthday! Hey Justin, it's Aaron White. Happy birthday. Hope that you're having a great day with your family. And I can't wait to see you again soon. Goodbye. Hey Justin, it's Stephen Goody. I'm here in beautiful uh, Kentucky, your home state. Just want to say happy birthday. I hope you have a great one. Thank you for all the hard work you do with the podcast. And go Big Woods. Hey Justin, this is Craig from Beyond the Mouse. Just wishing you a very wonderful, happy birthday. Uh, just wanted to also say thank you for always giving us something to look forward to every week and for always keeping it busy uh, around everybody. The podcast has just uh, brought so many people together and been able to do so many things with it. It means the world to a lot of people and you guys put so much work into it and we are all appreciative for it. So happy birthday, hope you have a really wonderful day, and uh, hope to see you real soon. Hey Daddy, happy birthday, love you, love you. Hey babe, happy birthday, we love you. Wish we were at Disney, hopefully we'll be there this time next year. Uh, but I still hope you have a very fantastic day today. Riley and I love you so much. Happy birthday. Bye. Hi, Justin. It's Kat Dupree. Um, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Um, and thank you for everything that you've done for the Dupree family, from planning, helping us plan our vacations, to just being a really good friend. Um, we really appreciate having you in our life. We hope that you have a wonderful day. And um, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Justin. It's Brittany Dukes. I just want to wish you a very happy birthday. Hope your day is wonderful, filled with lots of laughs and Mickey bars, and uh, you just have a great day because you bring so many smiles and laughter to, to us um, from this podcast, and I appreciate you so much. So have a great birthday, um, and go Cards. Hey, Justin. It's Jamie. Just wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday. I hope you guys are doing okay, and we will be traveling again soon. Happy birthday. Have a good one. Bye. Justin, what's going on, man? It's Joe Petrochi, your favorite guest from Mickey Dudes Podcast and ResortLoop.com. Just calling to wish you a happy birthday, man. Sorry that you're having your celebrating your birthday with all this craziness going on, but uh, I hope all is well down in South Carolina. I hope you're getting out on the golf course a little bit, doing a little social distancing, get a little sun for you. But uh, seriously, man, I hope you're enjoying your birthday. I can't wait to uh, be back on the show with you guys and go out there on the golf course with you and uh, enjoying some good times back in the world, man. So uh, happy birthday. Hope this message finds you well, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Happy birthday. Talk to you later. Hey, Justin. Matthew Zurich from the Disney Dads family. Just calling to wish you a very, very happy birthday, my friend. Uh, thank you for everything you do, all your positivity. I hope you have a great day today. And uh, happy birthday again. If it wasn't for you, I'd still be eating uh, regular peanuts. Said now you've got me addicted to boiled peanuts. So thank you for that. <laughs> again, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, thanks again for everything you do. Have a great day. 
Happy birthday, Justin. This is from the Lawners. Just wanted to let you know you're the greatest neighbor ever. And also extremely jealous that you can find somebody to give you a haircut during the coronavirus. Have a great birthday, Justin. Hope it's wonderful and we look forward to seeing you and celebrating with you when all of this ends. Bye-bye. Happy birthday! What's this from? What's this from? Like every birthday greeting ever? No, it's from Frosty. I don't know why he did Frosty. It's a Disney thing. Because he's a lovable character, just like Justin. And you embarrass me, you're grounded. Isn't that a good thing right now? Well, that's how things are going here. But we wanted to wish Justin a very happy birthday from the Fee family. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, happy birthday. Dr. Justin Suter, my favorite podiatrist. This is your favorite Minnesota fat guy and his family. The Reagans. I heard a rumor that it's your birthday. What are you like, 26, 27? You're ageless. We just wanted to call from the very rainy Minnesota today and wish you the happiest of birthdays. Hope you have an awesome day. And uh, don't tell us other two. I was always want to tell you, out of the three of you guys, you are the shortest. Have a great day, buddy. Happy birthday from the Reagans. Bye. Hi, Justin. This is Cheryl. I'm calling to wish you a very happy birthday. Um, I hope you have a great day. I would have been calling you with Alec, uh, but we have been battling all evening at each other's throats uh, as I try to get him to complete his schoolwork. The joys of homeschooling. Um, but he sounds a very happy birthday to you as well. We discussed yes, uh, earlier today that it would be your birthday. Um, but I wish you really a, a, a great day, and I really hope we get to see you this summer and that this whole COVID situation clears up. Um, stay healthy, stay home for now, and enjoy your day. Take care. Bye-bye. Justin, this is Johnny Renfro, wanting to wish you a happy birthday. I hope it's the best one yet, and we can't wait to see you in the park soon. Take care, brother. Hi, this is Adam. Carter. And Bladen. From Maine, and we're calling to wish Justin a very happy birthday. I found a quote uh, that is attributed to Walt Disney. Growing old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. And we thought that was a great quote for Justin because it doesn't matter how old he gets, he's still a kid at heart. So Justin, have a very, very happy Disney birthday. Justin likes bubble baths and he likes cheap beer. He likes pickle fights and getting pedicures. There's so much that he shares, but it's time to declare happy birthday to Justin. Happy birthday to Justin. Happy birthday to Justin. Happy birthday to Justin, it's this happy, happy day. 
Justin's poncho is red and it's wrinkle-free And no mission space for this sissy Raglan Road's just okay, but I just want to say Happy birthday to Justin Happy birthday to Justin Happy birthday to Justin Happy birthday to Justin, it is happy, happy day.